Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short, about a 13-minute Bible study every single day, seven days a week, keeping us in God's Word and thereby helping us stay focused on our relationship with God. It also helps us to keep a more spiritual mindset to be able to deal with life each day. But very important to us is the fact that Faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So being in God's Word every day, even if it's only for about 13 minutes, that keeps us strong and helps, keep us, helps, get, helps us grow stronger in our faith. Help people in your life to grow in their faith, to think about their relationship with God, to come to Him through Jesus Christ by sharing these short studies with them every single day through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. With your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing for them and for you. Make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about God's love and your response. Everybody likes the idea of God's love. They don't necessarily like to think about their responsibility to respond in the way that God has instructed that he wants them to. Well, we've talked about how God demonstrated his own love for you, and I've emphasized, make this personal. Don't lose yourself or hide yourself in the anonymity of all of humanity for all time throughout all the world. You need to make it personal. God loves you so much that he sent his son to that cross to die for you. He has demonstrated his love for you through the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, what has been your response? John 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world. No, no, make it personal. For God so loved you that whoever believes in him, make it personal. God so loves you that if you believe in him, God sent his son into all the world. God sent his son for you that if you will believe in him, you should not perish but have everlasting life. In Romans 5 and verse 8, God demonstrates his own love for you in that while you were still sinners, Christ died for you. What's been your response? Jesus said in John chapter 15 and verse 13, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. Then he told the apostles in the very next verse, you are my friends if you do what I command you. You see, truly walking with God means living in faithfulness to his teachings. We demonstrate our faithfulness to God. We demonstrate our love for God by living by his commandments, by his teachings. In fact, Jesus said on that same night before he went to the cross the next day, if you love me, keep my commandments. He repeated that in verse, that's John 14 and verse 15. He repeated it in verse 21. He repeated it again in verse 23. And then he said, he who does not love me does not keep my words. 
or my commandments in verse 24. Four times he emphasizes that your true love for him will be evident in your obedience to his teachings. And if you're not obedient to his teachings on a consistent basis, then don't talk about how much you love him because you're not showing that love through your obedience. In 1 John chapter 3, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 16, I think it's interesting how John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 16, we, we have that repeated for us. Now, not word for word, but in principle. By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us. And we also ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. Yeah, God, how could he demonstrate his love for you any more emphatically or any more meaningfully than he did by sending his son to go to that cross and die as the perfect sacrifice because of your sins, to pay the price for the guilt of your sins. Again, all humanity, yes. All the world, yes. All time, yes. But that's, that's anonymity. Too many people try to hide in the crowd He did that for you because he loves you that much. In 1 John chapter 4 and verse 10, in this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins, the substitute for us on that cross. Go back to verse 9. In this, the love of God was manifested or demonstrated toward us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. And what was the ultimate demonstration of that love, God's love for you? He sent his son to the cross to die on your behalf. When we turn back to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we read in a very succinct form the gospel of Christ, that gospel message of salvation. It was rather shocking to me a number of years ago when I learned that apparently there are a whole lot of people who claim to be Christians who, when asked, what is the gospel, don't know how to answer. Paul lays it out for us here. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning with verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I declare to you the gospel which I preached to you, which also you received, and in which you stand, by which also you are saved, if you hold fast that that word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you, first of all, that which I received, that Christ died for your sins. For our sins, Paul says, but make it personal for your sins. According to the Scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the Scriptures. Oh, those first four verses, they are so instructive, and they're so meaningful. God showed his love for you by sending his Son to that cross to die for you because of your sins, not because you deserved it, 
not because God was obligated to do it. He did it purely out of love for you. Now, yes, we can talk about the grace of God. We can talk about his mercy. But what's the motivating force behind his grace and his mercy? His love for you. In Hebrews chapter 7 and verse 27, the Hebrews writer wrote, speaking of Christ, who does not need daily as those high priests, Old Testament priests, to offer up sacrifices first for their own sins and then for the people's, because you see they were sinful themselves, and so they needed forgiveness themselves, those, those high priests in Old Testament times, even though they would offer sacrifices to atone for the sins of the people, they first had to offer sacrifices for their own sins because of their sinfulness. But Jesus did not have to do that when he died on that cross. He lived in human form while still fully divine. He lived sinless, without sin. And he came here to do that for you, to be the ultimate example because of his love for you, because of God's love for you. For this he did once for all when he offered up himself. And now understand, did Jesus go to that cross by God's will? Yes. Did Jesus go to that cross against his own will? Absolutely not. He went to that cross by his own will too, out of his own love for you. He offered up himself, the verse says. We go back to Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 9. We see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, in that he came in human form, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death. The verse says, for everyone. But again, how does that make sense for you personally? that he might taste death for you. When we turn to the ninth chapter of Hebrews, we look at verses 27 and verse, verse 28. And it is appointed for men to die once. Unless the Lord comes again first, you and I both are going to die physically. It is appointed for men to die once. But what comes next is what we really need to be focused on. But after this, the judgment. So Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for him, he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Okay, now make it personal again. Out of God's love, Christ was offered once to bear the sins of you, your sins. In chapter 10, in verse 10, by that will, by God's will, we have been sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ for all, for you. God's love was demonstrated for you through the death of Christ on the cross. God's love, how graphic how wonderful, how important and meaningful for you. 
sending his son to that cross. What has been your response? Let's pray. Father, thank you for loving us that much. Even though we are sinners outside of Christ, you loved us so much and you still love us so much that you sent your son, Jesus, to that cross to die to pay the price for our sins. Thank you, Father, for that love. And we are not worthy of it. But help us to strive to honor you through obedience to your teachings because of your love for us. Praise, glory, honor, and thanks be to you, Father. Please guide us in your will always. We pray, Father, we pray for forgiveness. And please hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.